Hey there, today we are closing out our series on networking by talking about growing and sustaining your network over time. If you've ever tried to reach out to people when you were in a pinch, you know how hard it is to grow your network when you need to. The goal is to always be expanding your network so it's there when you do need it. Nurturing authentic relationships over time, balancing quality over quantity, and authentic networking as a lifestyle are all on our agenda today. Now, before we get into that, as a reminder, in the spirit of networking, I'm hosting a free virtual networking event on February the 8th at 9.30 a.m. Pacific. It's going to be an hour. We're not here for awkward breakout rooms or lame icebreakers. We will be getting to know each other collectively so you can follow up and have one-on-one chats with anyone that you vibe with and would like to get to know better. We'll be sharing contact info so you'll be able to take that offline and dive deeper with people that you actually want to get to meet a little bit more. So go to semiconventional.com slash networking to learn more and sign up. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and thought leadership consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. Growing and sustaining your network over time is something that you have to consider And if you overlook it, you're going to feel that pain at some point in time. For myself, I even just think about any time that I've thought, man, I really wish I knew someone who did this thing. And if I don't have someone in my network that knows how to do that thing, that's a gap, right? And that's something that I can work to fill so that I have somebody that fills that need for me and people that I know that I can connect to each other over time. It's also a lot easier said than done to keep relationships going, to continue building your network, and to have that follow through to be able to keep building your network. How do you nurture authentic relationships over time? That is the key question. And just like in a sales process, the fortune is in the follow-up. And much like in a really great sales process, staying connected without asking something of someone else is also key. Think about somebody that you've been in contact with in the past. And if they just reach out to see, hey, how's things going? You know, maybe how's your business going? Or how's your career? Or how's your family? Right? And they just ask you a simple open question to kind of keep the lines of communication going. That feels so much better than somebody reaching out out of the blue saying, hey, I'm trying to meet a sales goal this month. Do you want to buy my thing? Right? It's really a matter of keeping things going over time and having genuine relationships. 
right? And we've talked in the past three episodes on how to do that. So if you missed it, go back to the last couple episodes and listen to the networking series. Because when it comes to nurturing all of these relationships, again, the follow-up is not about asking them to buy your thing or asking them to connect you to this person that you saw that they're connected to on LinkedIn. While that may come up and while that may be something that you are wanting to ask them, don't let that be the reason that you are reaching out to them, right? It's okay to ask people for a sale if you have something that you feel they need, but you want to do more than that. If this is somebody that you see as a networking relationship and not just a simple transactional, you know, client relationship, then stay connected with their social media and comment on their posts or like them. And something super small like that can go a really long way to them seeing you as a connection rather than them feeling like they're a mark that you're trying to sell to. Now, again, I know this is easier said than done. How do you stay connected to people without it taking up all of your time? I, for one, am doing everything possible to not get sucked into scrolling social media endlessly because only bad things come of that for me where I just lose time, I get distracted, I lose my focus. Or I start seeing things where I feel like maybe I need to buy something that maybe I don't actually need, right? That's all those ads out there. But when you come to social media in order to network with people and just stay connected and stay top of mind and see who's out there, you know, doing the things and trying to grow their business, it's really, really helpful to set a little bit of a block of time, which I know is advice a lot of people give but truly do it, right? And say, hey, I'm going to set a timer for like 15 minutes and I'm going to scroll through and see maybe who commented on my posts and I'll interact with them. Or let me go look at the posts of a couple people that I haven't talked to in a while, right? And whether you keep a list of those people maybe in a, you know, CRM software or just on a Google Doc or a notepad and paper, right? Having a list of, hey, I haven't talked to this person in a while. Let me reach out to them and just see how things are going. That can be super, super helpful in keeping all of your interactions really targeted to save you time and make it really efficient and not a huge distraction in your day. The phrase I like to use when I think about nurturing those authentic relationships, truthfully, is kind of borrowed from the Apple TV show, Ted Lasso. Be curious, not salesy right? When you are networking, you want to be curious and ask questions. Get to know people for who they are, what they do, their expertise, their perspective, their point of view, right? Really ask questions to get to know them and not just to sell to them. That's where we get networking wrong as a society, right? We spend so much time on our social media going through crappy DMs of people that are just trying to reach out to us saying, hey, do you want to join my group? And I'm like, I don't even know you yet. So why would I get in a Facebook group with you? Or, you know, if they're reaching out on Instagram, hey, we'll share your post for a fee. And all of these sorts of things where people are reaching out and they're just asking all the wrong questions, right? So ask questions, be curious about people and get to know them and don't lead with sales. 
That leads me into the next point, which is balancing quality over quantity. Now, I'm one of those people that does not have 9 million friends, and I don't know somebody everywhere that I go, and I'm okay with that because that's more my style. I know a lot of people who they are just friends with everybody, and everywhere you go, they know somebody, right? And they're going to like 12 weddings every summer, and there's always an event or a party or something that they're getting invited to because they just know that many people. And that's not how I like to move through the world. And for some people, they love that. With personal relationships, I say, do what works for you, right? Do what feels good. When it comes to networking, I truly believe that you should focus in on balancing quality of your network over quantity in your network, right? So if you're on LinkedIn, for example, and you see that, you know, 500 plus uh, people that are you're connected with, right? That sort of is like this badge of honor. Um, and that was something I chased for a little while where I was like, oh, I really need to grow my network and get to that 500 plus mark. But at the end of the day, I don't actually really connect with these 500 people, right? So who are the people that you connect with on a regular basis? And by regular basis, I don't mean every week. I don't even mean every month. But do you stay connected with people on, you know, twice a year, maybe once a year, even every couple of years, because time flies, my friends. So as an exercise, I like to go down my list of Facebook friends, Instagram accounts that I follow, my LinkedIn friends. And on occasion, I'll go through the list and see like, who am I connected with that I actually interact with? And maybe I'll jot them down as names on my list of people that I want to follow up with and reach out to and just send them a message and say, hey, how are things going? So if you're one of those people that gets kind of a random message from me, that's why, because I'm thinking, hey, who haven't I talked to in a while that I really want to get to know, you know, where they're at in life and what's going on in their world? It's kind of the same idea as if you have an email list and you go through and scrub your list and delete people that maybe haven't opened your email in six months or a year, right? If you go through and ever kind of downsize your list to make sure that whoever's there is actually interacting with you, that's the same thing that I want you to do with your network. And that doesn't just mean social media, right? That's the easy win to get here. It's going through your social media, but go through your contacts in your phone, go through your text messages and look back to whoever you were texting like a year ago, or even just six months ago, and say, hey, have I texted with them recently? You know, you can scroll pretty far back in your message history and see maybe who you might have been overlooking or they got busy and so did you. So thinking about auditing your network and who you have had interactions with, that can be really, really helpful to continue nurturing those authentic relationships, right? And balancing the quality of connections to make sure that you have the right people that you want in your network. And that takes us to our final point today. We're keeping it short and sweet. The last point is thinking about authentic networking as a lifestyle. Incorporating those networking opportunities into your regular routine. So what do I mean by that? How we've just been talking about reaching out to people and opening conversations, 
right? You would be surprised how many people will reply back and just be like, hey, hey, it's good to hear from you. And here's what's going on with me and what's going on with you. And oh, maybe we should like get together for coffee or something like that, right? I just had one of those this week where, you know, someone that I've been connected to for a while, um, we met up again. And it was really great to see what they're up to now and, you know, how far their business has grown and, you know, other things they're doing. Um, you know, and we have a lot of things that we could work on together right now that would benefit a lot of people. And so, you know, we're going to continue that conversation because it's part of that lifestyle of reaching out to people and just saying, hey, what's up? How are things going? And you can do this a couple different ways. You can build time into your calendar, maybe 15 minutes at some point in your day. Some people like to do this in the morning. That does not work for me. But I do it more like midday or end of my day where I'll take like 15 minutes in my day to just kind of go through and see who haven't I chatted with in a while and, you know, like a post, comment or send them a DM or a text or a voice message, which is really nice to get. And so I'll do that as kind of part of my regular routine, but you can make it weekly or you could even put it as like the first of the month. I'm going to spend the day going through and, you know, reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a while. Whatever makes sense in your lifestyle and in your business, the biggest thing that I think works for me is reaching out to people and saying, hey, let's like get on a quick call or let's meet up in person if they're local and being able to just kind of have more of a casual conversation. And you might be thinking, well, that sounds great, but I don't have time, right? Time is a massive commodity that we just can never get back. I encourage you to think about the things that you make time for in your schedule. When you think you don't have time and you have to get something done, we find a way to get those things done, right? So again, even if you're, you know, a busy mom, hello, raising my hand here, with, you know, all the things going on, there are pockets in your day, your week, your month where you can maybe carve out a little bit of time to do these networking activities or to go to an event where you can meet up with people, right? So just kind of making that an intentional part of your day or your, you know, regular cadence of things. It doesn't have to be every day, but keeping that top of mind and having that built in as part of your lifestyle and the way that you work will serve you so well long-term. I cannot stress it enough. When I have been laid off in the past, which I've talked about on here before, having people I could reach out to was so beneficial. When I started my business, having a community of people that I could reach out to and ask for advice or say, hey, I'm looking for this type of a client. Do you know anybody that might be a good fit? Right. Those are all things that happen as part of your network. And I was awful at building my network until I got laid off the first time and realized, oh, shoot, I need to know more people and they need to know me. And so I started building it really slowly. And over the past maybe five years or so, I've done a much better job at really trying to connect with people because I like connecting people together. So if I know, hey, someone's looking for a web designer, I'm like, hey, I know like three people, what kind of web designer do you want? And I'll, you know, connect you with who you might vibe with or who works on the platform that you want to be on, all that kind of thing. So those are the types of things that you can do when you have a bustling network of people 
that you're connected with. And once others see that you are willing to kind of be that connector, they're super, super grateful. And that all comes back through karma. So I really encourage you to take what we've talked about in this networking series and really put a couple of those things into practice. And if nothing else, please consider building this into your ongoing activities because it will make all the difference in your career and your business. If you haven't yet signed up for our networking event, please go to semiconventional.com slash networking and join. It's free on February 8th at 9.30 a.m. Pacific. And it's not going to be one of the lame breakout rooms doing like crappy icebreakers and that kind of stuff, right? We're really going to focus on getting to know each other collectively. That way you can share contact information and reach out to the people that you want to have further conversation with. So practicing all of the things we've been doing here, that will be a really great way to do so in that networking event. So again, semiconventional.com slash networking. And the link is in the show notes. If you aren't somewhere where you can click on that right now, we have a bunch of people signed up already. And so I really, really hope to see you there. Till next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.